Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Chandler, the Geek Slays, and welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast, episode 96. We got our buddy Jake Talk Sports back again. That's always a fun time. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, do- I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm chilling. Home for the holidays, so yeah, it's good. It's always fun. Always fun. So, I already kind of forgot what we were talking about on TikTok earlier. Uh, I remember one of them, but I didn't want to start with that one. So we kind of started on your podcast yesterday, going through yep. and breaking down our picks. At, or not our picks, really, but how we think the playoffs are going to work out. And uh-huh. that kind of got cut short due to me having other things to get to. Um, which yep. could happen with this show today, too, only with you this time. So that's always interesting. <laughs> Always fun. So, yep. Let's look at the playoff picture here. I know the AFC seems more interesting. AFC's up for grabs. Yeah. AFC's absolutely. up for grabs. So I want to uh, know. The Chargers could somehow end up being the one seed. I think anybody could end up being the one seed. I think the Bills still have an outside shot at the one seed. Yeah, but having already lost to the Patriots, I think that's probably right, not right, going to sure. happen. But actually, even going deeper than that, technically the Broncos have an outside shot at the one seed. Uh, yeah. It yeah, is a very true. outside shot, but they have an outside shot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's a small chance. Small chance. Yeah, just like, you know, how last week there was a chance the Lions could still make the playoffs until the Vikings beat the Steelers. There was a chance. It wasn't a good chance, but there was a chance. Um, yeah yeah so how do you see the afc breaking down what do you think happens um i think the one seed is going to be the kansas city chiefs um i think the two seeds gonna be the patriots the three seeds gonna be the colts the four seeds going to be baltimore the five is gonna be um, the Titans, the six going to be the Chargers, and the seven's going to be the Denver Broncos. So I have the same teams getting in as you, I think. So I'm still struggling to put the Ravens in. Not because I don't That's think the they're thing. the best team. I don't know what's going on with Lamar. I just I trust the Ravens more than anybody in their division. See, I get that, but... but- Ooh. Lamar Lamar's out for the Lamar's out for the Packers game this week, I think. And that does not bode well against one of the best teams in the NFL. No. And I don't now I got to look at how the Ravens schedule goes after that, but I mean so they got Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers. Oh. If Lamar's the, ankle's not trouble. right, they could lose out. They could go 0-4 if Lamar isn't healthy. You know what? Scratch yeah. that. They're going 1-3 and no matter what. I don't see them losing to the Steelers again. I really don't. If they hadn't lost earlier this year, I'd probably count them out just because if the Steelers played the way against the Ravens right now than they did against the Vikings, then that would probably get them a win, I would say. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um... But yeah, like I said, I think the Chiefs are going to somehow find a way to, to stumble into the one seed. 
I think the Colts are going to win that division with how beat up the Titans are. So I've got the Colts yeah. up there as well. Um, Patriots, I think, might lose to the Colts. So that's going to knock them down already. Yeah. Uh, Titans have the Steelers this week. So the Titans will probably win. And they'll be the one seed after this week. But hopefully the Titans don't win because that would go well for my Colts winning the division take. But yeah. As much as I want to pick the Ravens, I think the Bengals are going to sneak in and win that division. I I don't hate that take. Uh, I think the Browns right now have a better chance because I think their schedule is a little bit easier. See, but, I don't know um, if it is. The Bengals get the Broncos, oh, who are... That's the Packers. Decent. How about that? Then they have the Ravens with a banged-up Lamar in Cincinnati. Then they got the Chiefs, but in Cincinnati. And then they play the Browns. Whereas let's look, but Browns, the, yeah. the Brown, the Browns have three winnable games out of their next, out of their next four Raiders, Steelers, Bengals. They could all come away with a win. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Packers is the fourth. I don't, I pray that they don't win that game because that would be embarrassing for us. But so my but, view on this is I trust the Bengals quarterback more than I trust the Browns right now. And when it's I a toss-up, I lean yeah. towards who's got the better QB, and it's Joey B right now. Oh, I think it's always I think it's always been Joe Burrow since he entered the league. I would take him over Baker, but fair. fair. I yeah, the Browns. I I I I don't like people saying that Baker's not the future answer just because he's like destroyed like health wise this right. year. Um. I don't think Baker's like an elite quarterback healthy, no. but him him being hurt certainly does not help. They made the playoffs at like what eleven and five something like that last year with Baker. This team, the, they're fine when he's healthy. Yeah. He's just not healthy. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think I would have it going. I think the Patriots keep the one seed. I really do. I, I mean that's fair. They're I can tough see to it. bet against. Is the biggest issue. And I think the Chiefs I mean, could drop this game to the Chargers. It's just because I'm go, I'm going to say with this take, I don't think anybody in the league can outcoach Bill Belichick. Simple as that. So. Doesn't seem like it for sure. Yeah. You know, you know what needs to happen. Somebody needs to cut Nick Foles so he can go play for one of these playoff teams to beat the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's perfect. The Colts. No, we're not Carson, benching Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz again. No, no. But, oh, it's perfect. He's he's so good at that. I think the Patriots finishes the one seed. I still don't see them as a Super Bowl team just because Mac Jones. Mac Jones is inexperienced. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, I got the Chiefs. I, that, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, with Mac Jones' experience, like with the playoffs, you have to win, like, to play three straight good games against really good teams, and I don't think that happens. Right. Continue. Then I got the Chiefs at the two seed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put the Colts at three, the Bengals mm -hmm. at four. Okay. And then I think it'll go Chargers, Titans, Broncos to round out the wild cards. Okay. I don't hate that. Which I, I that at all. think would put the Titans and the Colts as our first round as a wild card game, which would be interesting. Oh, that'd be a good game. Colts would probably beat them because Jonathan Taylor would eat that defense alive. Um, 
Yeah. I I just I love how it's a consensus that neither of us even thought about the Bills. So, <laughs> dude, I right now let's be honest. Who of of the quarterbacks of the we talked about this yesterday? Yeah, but I, I want to delve a little deeper into it. Of the quarterbacks sure. on the outside looking in, because technically the Bills are still the still the seventh seed. Uh huh. But when we're looking at quarterbacks and who we trust after watching this year. Do you trust Josh Allen more than Joe Burrow? Looking at the on-the-bubble teams, I trust Allen more than Baker. Yeah. I trust. I don't trust Allen more than Bengals. Oh, sorry, Burrow. Right. I don't. Uh, I think Teddy's safer with the ball. Yeah. And Allen, so I'll take Teddy. I trust Allen more than Big Ben. Yeah. I trust Carr more than Allen. Trust Allen more than Tua. Yeah. So. I say there's a good three or four quarterbacks that I would take Allen over, but still. But and I'm not trying to say that Teddy's a better quarterback than Josh Allen. It's just something's wrong with Josh Allen this year. I can't tell you what it is. But something's not right. Like I said, Teddy does not turn the ball over that much. Right. Like he, I feel like I trust him more in like a late game need a field goal situation than Josh Allen. Right. Which. Literally, we just saw an example in, in the Bucks game where Josh Allen could not move the ball when they needed to. Right. They needed like they needed a score against the Bucks in overtime, and he couldn't even get them into field goal range. And I feel like I would take Teddy's ability to just keep him safe more than I would Allen right now. Right. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. I think the way the playoffs picture the playoffs. Wow. The AFC <laughs> playoff <laughs> picture looks right now. <laughs> is not close to how it winds up. Absolutely not. The AFC is going to get shaken up so much in these next few weeks. Yeah, 100%. going to be fun. The NFC is more finished, basically. Here's my take. Okay. Me, personally, I think it shakes out the, the, the exact way it stands right now. Oh, interesting. Uh, looking at the NFL.com one, yeah, I, th- I, the only team that I think, the only spot that I, I think even remotely comes close to changing at this point, is that seven seed. Yeah, With Washington. I mean, through yeah. everything else, I can, I can logistically see it working out this way. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the only other like, hmm. It's tough because I don't know who's going to get home field advantage, whether it's the Packers, the Bucks, or the Cardinals or the Rams. I don't know who wins that division yet. I really don't. Um, you know, I, and I don't know how the tiebreaker shakes out there either, but because they both won a game against each other, but I know the Rams beat the Bucks, so if they finish with the same record, they'll be a higher seed than the Bucks. Right. But the Packers beat the Rams, so if it finishes with the same record there, that could be interesting. I yeah, doubt and any... I don't oh. see... Sorry, go ahead. I don't see the Cardinals not winning the division. They have the Lions this week. Well, they have the Lions this week, sure. Rams have the Seahawks. Rams the Seahawks. So, uh, let's, let me see here. Who do the Cardinals got to finish the year? I bet on the Seahawks beating the Rams before I'd ever been on the Lions beating the Cardinals right now. So Fair. So we got Lions, Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks for the Cardinals. Oh. Yeah. 
Ooh. I got to look at the RAM schedule, but my monitor's freaking out. There we go. <laughs> Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks. That's tough. The Rams the have Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, 49ers, which is also kind of tough. Uh, the Vikings will be a close game. They should beat the Seahawks. The Ravens, depending on Lamar's health, should be still a winnable game for the mutant if Lamar's healthy. Yeah. Uh, the Niners won. I guess tough. the Rams could win that division. Because for some I reason, like... Shanahan owns the Rams for some reason. So. Did McVay come from his tree? Uh, I feel like he did. He came from the Shanahan tree, I, I think. I know they both they, coached right. at Washington. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just feel like, like, head former head coaches tend to like, out coach their like tree. Absolutely, yeah. It's like Bill Belichick when like, like Brian Flores, Joe Judge. I don't think he's Bill uh, Belichick. Belichick. I don't think he's ever lost former assistant. I don't know. Now I gotta look. It's it up. Uh, teams usually. I think coaches usually outcoach their their products, um, which is why I think Shanahan just kind of has McVay's number. <laughs> Same with Lafleur. Every single time the Packers have played the 49ers in the Lafleur era, they've either lost or it's been a really close win. So, Nick Saban actually technically had two wins against Belichick. Did Saban coach with Belichick? Uh. Apparently, before Saban went to Miami, so... In Cleveland? Maybe. In Cleveland, Cleveland yeah, it had to have been, right? Uh, then we had Al uh, Groh, who is 2 and 2-0 against Belichick. Oh. Eric Mangini went 3-5, and five, and Matt Patricia was 1-0. Oh, but the Lions? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. I guess the Lions must have beaten the Cam Newton Patriots, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> when would that uh, There's no way the Lions beat a Brady-led Patriots. There's no shot. I gotta figure <laughs> out when the game was. 2019, it was Brady. That's Brady's oh, well, last year. Oh, oh, but it man. was week one. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Something's fucking weird here. Hold on. What? There's weird things happening, okay? Hold on. I'm so confused. That's a preseason. Lions and Patriots playing week one. Lions, Patriots. Was it a Thanksgiving game? Uh, oh, I, don't, I don't think the Patriots have played in Thanksgiving. Goodell wouldn't make Brady miss his family dinner. Um, No, it was 2018. It was early-ish uh, in the season, week three. Brady. Yeah. It was Brady. Brady went 14 of 26 for 133 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Stafford just, like, blow up. 27 of 36, 262, two touchdowns, and a pick. That is definitely odd. Yeah, right? Was? Where did we start this conversation uh, when we got to this? <laughs> well, uh, well, it all came from questioning the Rams-Niners game. Oh, okay. Yep. I think the NFC West is super open. I think the one seed is super open. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, the Packers and Bucks are probably both going to win this week. But I think the Packers um, not only have a fairly easy schedule, but 
they are just right now they're the best team in football man packers yeah 100 percent. i don't trust the bucks at all i don't i don't think i've ever seen the packers defense play as well as it has in my lifetime i don't think so maybe the year they beat the steelers year that they played the Steelers where they had like Clay Matthews and everybody uh, in the Super Bowl. But I, I, yeah, I, this defense is so much better than anybody could have thought. Who would have thought there was Zul Douglas and like freaking DeAndre Campbell and like Preston Smith? And Hasn't Zul Douglas been good. a hero like twice this year? Zul Douglas had the game clinching pick against the Cardinals. Yep. Then he had a he had a pick six that shifted momentum in the first half against the Bears on Sunday night. Yeah. Bears were up ten nothing in driving and he got a pick six. He's he's been and he was the one who had the pick taken away, I believe, against the Vikings that would have clinched the game. So I thought that was savage. Yeah. No, that was Donald Savage. Yep. But regardless, that defense on paper looks like it's just a bunch of washed up people who kind of found their way to Green Bay, but reality it they look great yeah uh yeah. yeah like the bucks i don't trust the bucks see and it has nothing to do with brady i trust brady still i mean he's still one of the five best quarterbacks in football right now their secondary is just demolished right so beaten up if if they get no. into a game with a team like you know imagine if they have to play the rams the first playoff game that's a with all the deep shots the Rams take, yeah, who's all the gonna deep stop shots the Rams take? Literally, and the thing that like with Cooper Cup is that he gets matched up on linebackers a lot. Yeah, um, and I feel like who are the Bucks linebackers? They're actually good, aren't they? I mean, uh, Devin White, Levante David. Yeah, I feel like the, the but the Rams would be relying on other guys. Right. I think I think those guys could probably handle Cooper Cup, but Van Jefferson, he just burns. Literally, Van Jefferson has like a deep like a deep ball catch, like in every single one of their games. Yeah. And lately, that's how they've been using Odell is as a deep shot guy. And I don't have faith in any of the corners on the Bucks to cover Odell. I just don't. Oh, you guys, you you guys want you, you want to. What? Oh god, did Discord go bye bye? I don't know what's happening, but I'm gonna talk until Jake reappears magically. Um Oh it's my end that's fucked up. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, well, the recording's still going, which is great, but, uh, yeah, I love having internet issues all the time. I don't understand it. Reopen the Discord app. I hate that Discord keeps telling me I'm still in the call. What the fuck? Uh, 
Eventually it'll reconnect, hopefully. I love my internet. You said I dropped the call, Discord. Now drop the call. Thank you. Oh my god, what is up with my internet right now? Had to stop the stream. Love that my internet is so bad. Even more internet issues are just the best. Am I ever going to reconnect to this call? I'm just going to join it and wait. No, I don't want Battle.net to update right now. What the fuck? I need to put out a tweet complaining about life. So I'm going to end the stream and upload... I hate this, man. I just got a dis... Nope, TikTok notification. I'm guessing it's from Jake saying, what the fuck? Internet cut out. Oh, are we back? Are we back? Uh, hello? This is so dumb. I, hello? Okay, hello? Nope, I cannot hear you. Hold on. I'm hoping it's something on my end. Nothing. You're saying stuff, but it... Dude, what the goddamn fuck? I don't know what's going on, man. Um, let's see. Sound settings. I'm gonna restart Discord real quick. I hate this shit, man. Every fucking time. Where's Tad? I just want to close Discord. Okay. Now we're going to reopen Discord. Come on, Discord. All right. Hello? What's there up? We go. Good fucking God. <laughs> I hate my internet, man. Oh, my God. You Dude, need a roommate? Just for a while. I know, man. I replaced my oh. router and everything seemed fine, but now it's 
Is this like a local company that you use, or is it like... Yeah, because our only options are local companies, and I have the one that can provide me the best speeds and latency, but Mm -hmm. doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to be the most reliable, which is great. (laughs) Guess not. (laughs) I pay too damn much for internet for this shit to be happening, but it is what it is. Where the hell were we? We, I was about, we were talking about the playoff picture, but... A, a new a story about Urban Meyer bro that I was gonna talk about quickly. Oh really? Bring up. It was something that Josh Lambeau said about him. You remember Josh Lambeau? Yeah. I do remember. So. Um. What does it say? Hmm. Hmm. What the fuck? Are we, are we all good? I think we I all said, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all good. We've, we're good. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, yeah. You, you want to go ahead and read, 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 read what it says? <laughs> okay, so apparently Josh Lambeau was in a lunge position. Left leg forward, right leg back. And Urban Wire, while I'm in, the str- in that stretch position, comes up to me and says, Hey, dipshit make your fucking kicks, and then kicked me in the leg. What? (laughs) This guy is the worst. We're going to talk about him later, I assume. The fourth most accurate place kicker in NFL history. And what the fuck? Lambo's so good. He's a good kicker, dude. I don't know why they cut him. Because Urban Meyer's a (sighs) fucking moron. Yeah, well, I'm sure we have some. We'll have some things to say for uh, good old Urban. But uh, yeah, yeah. Ah. let's let's finish our playoff picture so we have enough time to get mm-hmm. into the coaching stuff. But I think <laughs> it's tough. You know, I've been betting um, on them all year, so I'm I'm gonna give mine, and then we'll have you go through yours. I got Packers oh. one seed. Rams two seed, Bucks three, Cowboys four, Cardinals five, Niners six, and I think I'm gonna stay as the homer I am and say the Vikings get in as the seven seed. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Packers one seed, Cardinals two seed, Bucks three seed, Cowboys four seed. Rams five seed. Hmm. 49ers six seed. And the Philadelphia Eagles at the seven seed. Oh. I don't know if. The, I mean, they're not I mathematically they're, out of it. I, but. If they're going to beat Washington this week, that might help them. Ooh. They also, I, think they, I think they have to play Washington again after that. You know, if they beat if Washington and Minnesota beats the Bears, I think that puts us in. So, thanks. I'll take that. Yeah, Eagles and Washington played twice. Yep. Just a matter of the Vikings losing games. Yeah. But I'm going to be I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to be bold and say the Eagles are the 7 seed in the playoffs this year. Okay. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is incredibly talented and Absolutely. I think for some reason you might 
agree or slightly disagree. I think for some reason the Bears might beat the Vikings this week. Ooh, I... So, huh. I don't know. It's just, it just seems like a game that the Vikings would drop. Oh, God. Every game seems like a game the Vikings would drop. But, like, do the Vikings usually sweep the Bears? See, that... Oh, I they beat them earlier this year already, didn't they? No. We haven't played them yet. Even twice in the next four weeks? Yeah, we have them this week next and then week weeks. 17. Or week 18, sorry. Final week of the year. Oh. Is it... I'm, I'm going to base my pick for the Vikings-Bears game this week solely on where it's being played. Uh, this in, week is minute... in Chicago. Yeah. I give the Bears more of a chance then. Bears are 100% losing the Minnesota. I, I the Minnesota held matchup. As much as I love Justin Fields, Matt Nagy's a terrible coach. Mm. Our defense is yeah. very much good. I mean, our corners suck, but that's fine. The Bears receivers suck, so wash. Yeah, Cam uh, Cam Dantzler, uh was the sole reason why the Vikings lost to the Lions. Dude, I so. So I tweeted that picture out right. So did Theo Ash. The, the one fuck of was Dancer he guarding? Kind of, he was he was like he was in Hail Mary yeah. defense. Like he was like sitting in the back of the end zone, like golf was gonna throw it deep, and Amon Ross St. Brown was just like, You're gonna let me have the whole crap? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll take it. Like, yeah, they're gonna chuck it over my head, you know. Cool. They literally let him. Made That's it, the like, fucking stand, man. He literally oh, he literally man. made it the easiest possible throw for golf. All yeah. Goff had to do was just hit Amon Ra in the chest. And he didn't <laughs> hit it. him in the chest. Goff uh, did everything he, was, he could to still fuck that up. The throw was a little low, but Amon Ra St. Brown, I think, might actually be good. Possible. Um, we won't know yeah, until he's, he's, someone... He's stringing up some good games. Yeah, someone not Jared Goff's on the ball. In there. Yep. I don't know who it'll be, but they need to replace Jared Goff yesterday. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. You know what? We're going to make the trade for Teddy Bridgewater that doesn't include Kirk Cousins, and then they can send us a first-round pick for Kirk because they're the Lions and they're stupid. It's true. true. They'd probably give us the number one overall pick for Kirk. We can get Kayvon Thibodeau to go alongside Daniil Hunter. Really, if you were the Vikings and you had the first first round, the first overall pick this year, you would take you take Thibodeau over Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah, I think I would, yeah. Okay. I think I would. Uh, the only other guy I'd actually consider using that high of a pick on if if you were the Vikings is uh, Derek Stingley, the corner out of LSU. Is that you, right? you, know what I was gonna, you know who I was going to suggest, but it might be a little high for him? Uh, Derek Stingley's transferring, so we don't know where he's going. Oh, is he? I thought he was declaring he's... for the draft. The transfer portal. He might have declared for the draft. The last time he was in the transfer portal, he last played for LSU. Okay. But what would you think of Kyle Hamilton playing next to uh, Harrison Smith? Um, Kyle Hamilton's like in the top five in most mock drafts, so he wouldn't be like the stupidest pick. So that's tough. I know this is hypothetical because the Vikings are mathematically not able to get the first overall pick. 
Well, we're we're saying the Lions are trading the first Dude, overall pick for trade sure. It, trade for him. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't that's... hate. I wouldn't hate Kyle Hamilton and Harrison Smith on the same on the same defense because that sounds kind of broken. So I don't hate it either, but I do want to say that I feel like Xavier Woods right now has not been bad. He has not been good, but Jazz Surratt our current rookie backup safety who has taken over for uh, both Harrison Smith and Xavier Woods a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I really like that kid. And I don't know if I want to draft someone else. Cause I think Surratt's going to be very good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I really feel like, the Vikings do not need to, would would not need to draft an offensive position that I'm high. thinking of the wrong goddamn guy, by the way. I said the wrong name there. Chaz Surratt's our backup linebacker. The person I'm thinking of is Cameron Bynum, but whatever. Don't know <laughs> why that just happened, but yeah. I don't, I don't see an offensive position that the Vikings would take off with the first overall pick. And if there was a but... super dope lineman, maybe, but I don't think there is. Not this year. This draft class is mostly defense and wide receivers. Yeah, and we definitely don't need another receiver. That'd be really funny if you drafted like Chris Olave or something. That'd be a broken trio. Good God. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can definitely, I can see the Vikings getting in. I can see the Eagles getting in. I just don't know if Washington's going to get in. That's the only seed where I, that I don't think that I think so. Like. They're changeable at this point. I think the first six are going to be the same, just a matter of where they're placed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I absolutely agree there. It's just who gets in at the end. Unless somehow, like, the 49ers lose out, which is entirely a possibility. They have not been playing good football. That could change some things. They have the Falcons this week, though. Cordero Patterson could have a game, and that's all it would take. But they have Nick Bosa and Fred Warner... And That's Fred fair. Warner's a really good run-stopping linebacker, and Nick Bosa is a monster. I feel like their run defense is not a problem. That's And Matt and their receivers without without um Calvin Ridley are a bunch of nobodies. So I think if the 49ers win this week, I think that might be pretty much be a lock for the playoffs. Okay, so I gotta jump back into this Urban Meyer thing, and then we gotta move on yeah. to the next topic. But I just read another part of this. He said, you know, it certainly wasn't as hard as he could have kicked me, but it certainly wasn't a love tap. Truth, truthfully, I'd register as it register it as a five out of ten. Which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not, the boss can't strike an employee. For a second, I couldn't believe it actually happened. And then I yelled out, don't you ever fucking kick me again. And his response was, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the fuck I want. How the fuck does this man have a job? Uh, uh, I can't answer that. There is no reason why he should. There's literally no logical explanation as to why Urban Meyer is still the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's no one. No reason. Absolutely no reason. That's terrible, dude. That dude, I... I hate 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so our next topic was going to be what head coaches are getting fired and who should replace them. Yeah. Um, Urban yeah. Meyer should be fired, and I don't care. Replace him with literally a sack of diapers. Yeah. Can't be worse. I kind of broke my coaches into three categories. Okay. Um, I have three for each category. The first one is will be fired. Okay. And I have for those Urban Meyer, Mike Zimmer, and Matt Nagy. I agree. Those, are my, those all those have are my to three. Be gone. They really do. Um, I mean, obviously, you want to talk replacements, right? For sure. For those guys. Um, Urban Meyer. I have no idea who's going to be the next coach of the Jaguars. It's I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, it's a tough pick, right? Um, maybe Joe Brady. Maybe Joe Brady. It's tough. He just got fired, so I don't know if he's going Joe, anywhere. Joe Brady might go back to the college game. Yeah. Um. But the Jags are kind of hard to predict because they they kind of rotate coaches every five every five seconds. It's not just so. that. I mean, they have an immense amount of talent. They really do. So any coach would love to be there. But there's just mm-hmm. something about Jacksonville where no coach stays there. Yeah. I mean, who was their coach? Was it still Doug Marone last I, year? I believe so. Did it go from Doug Marone to Urban? Let me look it up. Yeah, uh, they've only, they've only had six head coaches in their history. See that? Because they've only been right. a team since 1995. Tom Coughlin, Jack Del Rio, Mike Malarkey, Gus Bradley, Doug Marone, and Urban Meyer. I guess, to be fair, I guess Jack Del Rio was there forever. Jack Del Rio was there for eight years. Coughlin was there for seven. Malarkey was there for one year. Bradley was there for three. Marone was there for four. And now Urban Meyer. Who's going to be there for one? Well, I, there is just no way, right? There is Dude, no way. I don't. I. I. I would be just absolutely shell shocked if if Urban Myers gets like signed another contract or something. And I mean, even take this out of the context of Urban Myers just been a terrible person the entire time he's been there. Look at their offense. I mean, I think Theo Ash said it best. That mm-hmm. offense is a war crime. And it's not because they lack talent. I'm assuming you saw the clip of LaVisca Chenault running into and tripping his own receiver. The issue is I've looked oh, into geez. the Jaguars games because I have NFL Game Pass. I can go through and watch every play from the coach's perspective and shit and see, like, the best angles of everything. That happens on almost every play. Jaguars receivers are being forced to run mm-hmm. into each other because that's how Urban Meyer's routes have been drawn up, and it's awful. Yeah. Not only has he been yeah. a shitty human, but he's not a good coach, at, at least at the NFL level. And I, was he that good of a coach in college, genuinely? I feel like we, uh, I think like I mentioned this uh, you on your Twitch stream. On your Twitch stream, I want to say. We were watching football one day. I, I think you said something about him, and then I said, "Are we even one hundred percent certain he was a good college coach?" And here's the thing: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he was. What was his all-time record? Let me see. I'm 
not sure. He was 83 and 9 at Ohio State. Okay, but it's also Ohio State. Right, they have good talent. Right. Like, he had better talent. talent than almost every one of his opponents. Mm. So. Yeah. And he didn't, like, have much playoff success or anything, so. All right, here's my pick for the Jaguars head coach, and I want your thoughts. Sure. Byron Leftwich. I don't hate him as a head coach at all. I just don't realistically see him leaving Tampa. He's their, well, offense, he's their OC, right? Or their DC? OC? He's their OC. I wouldn't hate that. He was also he, drafted by the Jaguars. Oh. That, that's why oh. I'm leaning him over, like, Dable or... Mm. Oh. Dable I'm not I have... as in on anymore. I was gonna but, say, I was just, I was just about to say, you might not like this, but I don't think Brian Dable's gonna be a good head coach if he gets hired. He, it's tough. I don't know. I'm starting to lean I, more and more away. I can't figure out what the issue is in Buffalo, but there's a lot of issues in Buffalo. The left witch hire, I just think, would be cool. And I'd be happy for the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be happy for the guy. So, your next guy that you said should be fired was Matt Nagy, right? Or will be fired? Nagy. Will be fired, yeah. Will be fired, Matt Nagy. I wa- I've wanted I mean, to say all year he's the worst coach inevitable. in football, but Urban Meyer exists, so he's not the worst. I'm not saying much. Urban Meyer from a, I think Urban Meyer, from a football standpoint, is smarter than Nagy, though. So I don't. Okay. I mean, Myers is more experienced. I feel like he has more knowledge of the game. Based off watching his offense this year, I'd argue no. <laughs> Nagy's offense hasn't been great either. So That's fair. But they're, Jacksonville's they're, they're, offense they're, has more talent. They're they the bottom two. Do. Yeah, they're absolutely. the bottom two. Absolutely. Uh, and my pick for the um, the Bears was Eric Bieniemy. Oh, I hate that. Because that's not where that? I want him to go. So I hate that. Oh, yeah. You, but you <laughs> like him as a head coach. Absolutely. Yeah. He um, should have been a head coach Maggie, two years ago. This makes no sense. The only reason I'm saying this is because the enemy is offensive, offensively minded. Yep. The Bears have a good defensive coordinator. I forget his name, but he's good. Yep. Um, and that's a talented offense. David Montgomery, Justin Fields. I like Darnell Mooney. Allen Robinson's good if you throw him the ball. Um... I think if they bring in an offensive-minded coach, that could maybe even fix the O-line problems. It could. It could. Um, and I, I think Eric Bieniemy, I think, should be an NFL coach. Should be, sorry, an NFL head coach next year. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to be, but he should be. Uh, could be the Vikings. Could be. Yeah. Um, could be the Bears, but could he's my Jacksonville, maybe. Yeah, I, even Jacksonville, but he's my, he's my official pick for the Bears right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know who you're thinking for that. So, I had this conversation with Bears Cool last week. He's another TikToker who's a Bears fan because, you know, I seem to like to make friends with other NFC North fans. Don't know why. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, But, yeah. We all need to get together and we need to find a Lions fan. Let's just have a group of NFC North fans. We'll have a a group of four on the podcast just arguing about the NFC North. Yes. 
But, so, I was like, he said, and I agreed, Kellen Moore would be a great option for them. I would... He's my pick for the Vikings, so that's why okay. I didn't say him for the Bears. So you have you and I have the Vikings and Bears flipped, basically. He's, you have makes more sense. to the Bears and the enemy to the, to the yeah. Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Hundred um, percent makes sense. Uh, and I'll get into more of my why on the enemy later, but Kellen Moore makes a ton of sense. But knowing the Bears, especially with the news that came out this week, I was like, I could see them going for a guy like Raheem Morris, the Rams' defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He hated that, obviously, because why would yeah. you want a defensive coach? But then, not two days later, it came out that the Bears were very interested in Leslie Frazier, the Bills' defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, yep, that's a very Bears thing to have happened. I called that one. I picked the See, wrong guy, but I called it. <laughs> I think that, that, that Kellen Moore, uh, you know what, I'm going to say, you might think I'm dumb for saying this. Okay. I think Callan Moore would be a better coach for the Cowboys than Mike McCarthy would. Oh, 100%. And every... I... Oh, go ahead. He, he interim coached a game last year for COVID purposes, and he his the Cowboys' offense was sharp. They were so good. And this was post-deck injury. So this right. is like Andy Dalton on the ball. And they were good, and I just think that he's the best. He's the best head coach candidate. He's the best head coach for the Cowboys right now, and he's not even their head coach. I think it was the Saints game this year where Kellen was the head. No, or no, yeah. Dan Quinn actually got it for some reason. He he was the interim. That makes sense. Dan Quinn has head coach experience. Right. So. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I think the Cowboys shouldn't let him leave. I think you fire McCarthy and promote Kellen. But if they don't do that, McCarthy. I think he's getting a head coaching job. At, I don't somewhere. think they're firing McCarthy. Yeah. I think. I really don't think McCarthy loses his job at least this year. It doesn't make sense. I, Jerry I wants a believe. guy he can walk all over, and McCarthy's that. So. It's true. But. McCarthy does what Jerry says. So. We know who each other were picking for the Vikings. You got Moore, I got the enemy. Colin Moore, yeah, yeah. So, what makes you think Moore is a better fit for the Vikings? I'm intrigued. I just think it would be a good change of. Pay. You could say the same about the enemy, yeah. but they've had a defensive-minded coach for so many years, and I think it would be a change of pace. And with an offense as talented as them, I think having a guy who's just more versed in offensive schemes yeah. would just think that they could sacrifice maybe giving up more points and just being focused on just blowing teams out sure. um because um, you if they were able to get a more talented quarterback yeah and then yeah obviously if Thielen jefferson or smith will be back bc johnson will be back kj osborne's a dog you have dublin cook that's that's a really good offense um and an offensive-minded guy could probably use them a lot better than Zimmer is. Absolutely. Again, same same about the enemy. But the my the reason why I like Helen more and more for that job is because he's young. Okay. Okay. And he could potentially be like a long-term guy for the Vikings. He's supposed to be enemy. Enemy's like fifty. I want to say. 52. 52, yeah. And, I guess Kellen and Kellen Moore, I think, is 31. 33. Okay. 
you know, oh. I that's fair. Um, so the reason I lean towards B enemy is because I know Minnesota, right? They yeah. always go for yeah. the more experienced guy, even if they've never been a head coach. It's the more they want the guy who's been in the league who knows what's going on. That's why they hired Zimmer. Um, which I loved the hire to begin with. I loved Zim as a coach for a long time, but he's just refused to adapt. And mm. that's tough. 100%, yeah. What I would give to have him stay as our defensive coordinator is a lot. I would love to have Zim be like, okay, Eric Bieniemy can come in and take over the head coaching duties and I'll run the defense. I think that would be awesome. I don't think it would ever happen, but I think it would be great. I love Zim's That's defense, thinking. but I just don't thinking see how that it works. I think that I'm thinking that if Zimmer gets fired, he might get hired as a DC, not a head coach. Yeah, absolutely. He'll have a job somewhere for sure. If if the Bears are interested in Leslie Frazier, maybe Zimmer could be the DC for Buffalo. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Who knows? Uh, um, he could also go be the DC in Dallas, possibly. You know, he yeah. started his coaching career yeah. in Dallas. Um, but Bienemy mm-hmm. also coached in Minnesota. The first mm-hmm. three years of Adrian Peterson's career, Bienemy was the running backs coach for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. the also yeah. already of, you know, have having him in the building will make a difference and would be a reason they would bring him in. Thousand percent. Yeah. Ooh. That, that's, a, that's a completely, completely good pick. So, real quick, I just forgot about a person's existence. Should the Jaguars hire Doug Peterson? No. No. Okay. I am not a Doug Peterson fan. Fair enough. Personally, uh, I don't think his coaching was the reason why they won the Super Bowl. Uh, I think that I think it's pretty evident because they sucked every year after. Um, now they, they haven't made the playoffs, I don't think, since... No. Well, maybe once since the Super Bowl when Josh McCown had to start because everybody was hurt. But um, I I don't like Doug Peterson, and I just think if the Jaguars want to modernize with the young offense, he's that's going the opposite direction. That's part of the problem with Urban Myers. He's old school. That's and fair. I think the Jaguars need a, need a modern, a modern-minded coach just because they're so young. Trevor Lawrence and James Robinson and Travis Etienne and even like Chenault and DJ Chark when he comes back, they have a good veteran presence in Marvin Jones. I mean, that's a very young offense. So they just need a coach who isn't going to bench their best player because the backup was somebody he coached 20 years ago. Right. I mean, he like James Robinson fumbles once and he gets like two carries for the rest of the game. Very, very frustrating. I love James Robinson, big supporter of him. I think he, I would even go as far as to argue he's like borderline, bordering on being a top 10 running back if he got the carries Absolutely. that he deserves. Absolutely. Uh, but he doesn't, so. Um, all right, so you had three tiers of three coaches apiece. What is your second yeah. tier? A second tier is should be fired, but might not be. Okay. No Judds. Matt Rule and David Cully. Oh, okay. So let's start with the David Cully one. Why? Why what? Why? Why should he be fired? 
Um, I just don't know if he's a good head coach. You know, the Texans are terrible and they have no talent. Yeah. At the same time, I Cully's play calling isn't great, and I just think that they might need to go a different direction. Um, so, he he gets hated on a lot, and I I kind of agree with things people say about him. See, for me, it's but tough. That's why he's in my might not be because I don't necessarily like one hundred percent convinced that he's going to be. Right, they have um, like no talent, and he has kept the team kind of competitive I mean they lost to the Patriots by three they were in full control of that game too for most of it yeah they're up by like 20 something points yeah uh you know they beat the they've won a couple games so it it's one of those where it's like I get it he might not be great but it's also tough when you give somebody the least talented roster in the league but give him a yeah. fairly decent quarterback and then that quarterback gets hurt as you are hey. beating the Cleveland Browns and you don't get that yeah. decent quarterback back for six weeks. Hey, Davis Mills is not bad. I'm, I'm not a Davis Mills guy, but Tyrod is great. I love Tyrod. Mans is the unluckiest yeah, man in I, sports. but I'm not necessarily in favor of his benching. I see why a rookie quarterback and you're eliminated from the playoffs, so I see why. Yeah, but it's tough. And then Matt Rule, I think he should be fired. It feels like it. I, um, Panthers fans want him gone. I agree with the things they say about him. It's a talented roster with not much production. Um, outside of the quarterback position, which is, they need to desperately figure out because they're paying like six different guys at this point. So um, that's the thing with this, right? Is they – Panthers fans knew this was going to re- be a rebuild, and it probably wouldn't happen in two years. Like, it wouldn't be done within Mm -hmm. two years. But then, you know, at the beginning of this year and throughout the early part of it, we're going to trade for Stephon Gilmore. We're going to trade for this guy. We're going to sign this guy. We're going to make these moves that tell the fans we believe we're contenders. Yeah. And if you are going to do that, and then as soon as you make all of those moves, you turn into a terrible football team. That's the thing. That's a coaching. They made so many like mid-season. That's definitely coaching. And do you, do you want to know? You might know this already, but do you want to know what Matt Rule's record at Baylor was when they hired him out of Baylor? Uh, was it below five hundred? Nineteen and twenty. Yep. And they hired him for seven years. Yeah, that Why? was weird. He like, must have. Had he's a great on interview. contract for seven years. He's an electric guy. His personality is great. He's like Dan Campbell, but like can't get the results that Campbell does. Campbell gets results from his players. His players respect him. Matt Rule just kind of seems like a goop, you know? That, that's like, one thing you definitely do have to say about Dan Campbell is his players play for him. They don't have the talent yeah. to be as competitive as they try to be. Campbell's uh, in my next tier. But, um, really? Wow. Yeah, my my next tier, yeah, once we go through it, yeah, but we'll, he's in my we'll, next tier. So, so who do we get for the Panthers then? The Panthers? Uh, that's the thing. I don't really know what kind of coach fits them well because they don't have a quarterback that's like set right now. I think this is like, a team that could go with 
a defensive coach. Their defense is good. That's a good defense. Right. There's so yeah. much talent there. Give them Raheem Morris when from the Rams. comes back, Raheem Morris, Leslie Frazier. Um, I'm not confident Zimmer. Leslie Frazier. Zimmer would Zimmer? be dope. Zimmer would be dope. If Zimmer wants to be a head coach still, I think the Panthers would take a shot on him. Yeah. And he could turn that defense into, like, a top, like, elite defense. And the only problem would be, can he make some kind of functioning offense out of what they have? I think that that's um, one where maybe you hope Zimmer has grown up and gets an offensive coordinator he trusts to. I was going to say, right, go. the, the Panthers also have an OC vacancy, so if they hire right. somebody really good there. Right. Brian Dable? Maybe Brian Dable? Oh, maybe. You know what I could see happening? What if it's Zimmer and Clint Kubiak to the Panthers? Kubiak's bad, though. (laughs) Yeah, but it very much seems like something that makes sense for them. Right, and, and then if they do if they do that, they could hire like Kellen Moore, be enemy, and just not have an OC and have that guy call the offensive plays. Yeah, I think Clint Kubiak's um, gone from Minnesota, anyways. Um, he might get fired before Zimmer does. I hope he does. He's awful. I, I think they'll both be fired in the off season, but I think he might get fired like a lot sooner than Zimmer does. Yeah, I think Zimmer has too much respect in that building. He's gonna right now. If they fire Kubiak, they're no better off with Zimmer calling offensive plays. Probably. So. God no, absolutely not. I, I feel like they're. I feel like they just need. Uh, I feel like they just need to hold on to both of them for the offseason. Whatever happens, happens, and then. I wish clean Kirk house. was a good quarterback. We could just tell him to do the Troy Aikman, Peyton Manning, call your own plays thing. But right, and Aaron Rodgers does that. Brady does that, but right. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk can't do that. <laughs> Kirk can't do that. And who is your third team in this tier? A third guy in, in this tier is Joe Judge. Oh, you got to get rid of him. He is not a good football coach. That's what I'm saying. He should be fired, but I'm not sure if the Giants will. The Giants are one of those weird organizations where... That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that one's tough. That one's really tough. The Giants first need to get rid of Daniel Jones, too. And I think they need a guy who... What, I think the biggest thing is they have to get rid of Gettleman. He is an awful GM. Ruined the Panthers, ruined the Giants. What do you... Before this upcoming draft, they have to. They have have to. to. And then, you know, you have two top ten picks. If you're the Giants right now, call Seattle. Get Russell Wilson. You know Russ wants to be in New York. As much as he's giving the political correct answer of, I love Seattle. I want to be in Seattle, which I Daniel think is Jones, Seattle, Daniel Jones and their whatever their highest pick is for Russell Wilson. I think that could trade in both of their first round picks. I was gonna say it depends on who they're competing with. You know, if the Vikings Saquon? decide they want to make Saquon? a move, maybe maybe Saquon? Saquon wouldn't be terrible. But I mean, at that running point, are, then running backs are replaceable. We know that. The, the new question with that is, if that's the offer, right? Daniel Jones, a pick, and Saquon, do you take that? Or, uh, you know, at being me, would you rather have the Vikings first-round pick, Kirk Cousins, and Alexander Madison? Well, Saquon's... Is okay. he better? As of right now, is Saquon better? A 100% healthy Saquon is better than Alexander Madison. 
Saquon was 100% healthy to start the year, and he wasn't good. He's also running behind the Giants' offensive line. Which... And he's got Dan Jones throwing him the ball. Sure, sure. But I I think the difference between Saquon and Madison is not as large as the difference between Kirk and Daniel Jones. No, 100%, that's true. But... I just, I, I'm not ready to give up on Saquon yet. I think he's so talented, just I, needs a good team. I think Saquon is, Saquon and CMC are going to be our generation's Bo Jackson. They both are. They're CMC's both going to be the... weird. CMC's weird. I can't yeah. tell if he's good or not. <laughs> no, he's great. I just can't get on the field. He's... And like I've said, the best ability is availability, and that's why Saquon and CMC are not top 10 running backs, because they're never available. That's the thing, and like all of the top four running backs have been hurt at some point this year. That's true, but they Henry, were hurt Henry, for... CMC, Cook, Kamara. Yeah. But I think there's a difference running... between little injuries or like shoulder injuries as a running back, and Saquon has had like seven leg injuries since he's been in the league. CMC has had so many leg injuries that's a killer to running backs. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you're Seattle, do you want Kirk, Madison in a first, or Jones, Barkley in a first? Especially oh considering I'm the sorry. pay difference between... Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at the Browns' uh, COVID issues. Oh, yeah, it it's bad. Stefanski tested positive now. Yeah, so did Baker. Fucking good God, guy. Baker, Jarvis Landry, uh, their entire offensive line. Ooh. Uh, they're done. I don't even know. I don't care who they play. They don't win. Yeah. But uh, anyway. I, like I, I, I said, the Bengals are winning that division. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody for the Giants, if I'm being honest. All my other candidates I have somewhere else. I, I just don't see, not think of anyone for New York. They seem like um, a place that would go for a Dable. They also seem like a place who would try to steal uh, Josh McDaniels. McDaniels, Dable. Um, I could see them going after a college coach, too. See, so the list um, I have here of college coaches, Matt Campbell, uh, the Iowa State coach, is on the list here. Great. That guy's so... I love that guy. I mean... He's Lincoln so Riley's on this list, but he's definitely not coming to the NFL. Literally at least went not for a while. USC, yeah. Literally just went to USC. Ryan um, Day out of Ohio State actually might make sense for the Giants. That could work. That could work. Dabo. So Ohio State's in the playoff and just Dabo. I don't know about Dabo. Kirby Smart. Yeah. Uh, what about coach. guys who used to be head coaches that aren't on these lists? What about Vance Joseph, you... the Cardinals DC? Okay. He got one year uh, to coach in Denver. I do Denver like Vance Joseph. And was yeah. given Trevor Simeon as his quarterback to work with, and then they shipped him off. Um, yeah, someone who I'm thinking um the giants could go go to if he ends up not being with his current team anymore is vic vangio that's possible for sure uh, heard a vic lot of vangio people... is also on my next tier yeah i've heard a lot of people say they want fangio to go back to the bears as the dc which i could 100 percent see happening bears need someone to 
coach that defense well. And Fangio did great when he was there, and I think he could. I think he could do it again. Oh yeah, Bears defense was scary when Fangio was there. Yeah. So your next tier. Next tier is people who are coaches of maybe not great teams right now, but will not be fired. Dan Campbell, Robert Sala, Vic Fangio. The only one of those guys I see getting fired is Fangio. And that's if Denver misses the playoffs. Yeah, Denver, they're they're good and they have a playoff shot, but they're not, like, great. No. And um, a lot and of he's that one of the guys feels like, like it's on Fangio. Firing. Yeah, it does, because that's a talented defense and a talented offense. Yeah. I mean, I think the offense issues have Jerry, to do more with Jerry, Judy, Collins, and Tatrick. Probably. Yeah. They run the ball too much. I said this yeah. on your Twitch stream. On the ball too much. I I love Javante Williams, and I think the two things I want the two things I want to see happen with the Denver offense: run the ball less, but only get with the Javante Williams. See, that's tough. And throw Melvin's the ball more. Great this year. He's good. He's good, but he ship him and make him a lead back somewhere else. Sure. Because he has that capability. But they're definitely like a top five running back duo at this point. Those guys. Oh, absolutely. Those, nobody nobody stops them, and. He's, I think he's averaging uh, four and a half yards a carry still, and that Broncos maybe line is awful. Yeah, maybe don't only give it to Williams, but like he needs give, to be the like primary back instead of seventy-five, twenty-five, probably. Yeah, you know, say, I'd go 70-30. That'd probably 70, be a good number. Right. Um, that that'd be probably be a good number for those two. And Javante is so talented. Yeah, you 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 just signed Cortland's son and Tim Patrick to. Huge extensions. Throw them the ball. Hundred <laughs> percent. Is this and a not trusting? Is this a not trusting Teddy issue? I, I don't or know because just... we've seen them tell Teddy, "All right, we're gonna air it out," and Teddy delivers. He's thrown some beautiful football. Or, it, or is this not trusting their offensive line to hold up for Teddy? I, I think it's more the is offensive it, line, especially Pat Shermer wanted, was if the Vikings you... OC when we drafted Teddy. He loved Teddy. Yeah, if you want to take a deep shot, you have to have time for that to develop. And with the Broncos' offensive line, don't. It seems like when they throw, it's like a, like quick hitters because their offensive line doesn't give Teddy enough time. Right. But because um, yeah, Teddy has shown this year. Let me yeah. So this year, Teddy is completing sixty-seven point six percent of his passes, eighteen right. touchdowns, seven picks. And a uh-huh. couple of those were truly his fault. He had two that were just awful. The Chiefs one and then the one in the Browns game. Those were just bad. Yep. Um, but every this. quarterback yeah. has those. I, so I don't understand sure. that part. But, I mean, we've seen him. In the first three weeks, the Broncos offense was taking deep shots five, six times three a game, and they hit all of they them. Went, they were 3-0. They, they were yeah. And it was they, because they, they were they, airing it out. Because they have good deep threat receivers. Jerry Judy's yeah. a great route runner, and he's fast. Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick are both huge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they gotta throw the ball more. And I mean, and they're gonna be beating game, good teams. Every game we can point to a throw from Teddy. At least one. Sometimes it's more than that. Where it's like the one, the one, the one throw awesome he had, throw. the one throw he had to Tim Patrick against the Cowboys over, uh, over Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Oh, oh such a good throw. That was beautiful. Such a good throw. I like jumped out of my seat when I was watching. Oh, I was so that. pumped I mean, over that one. What, what, what a throw! And that's the thing is that like Teddy's a trustworthy guy, so I yep. think they should throw the ball more. Hundred percent. Um, like Sala and Campo, no reason to fire either of those two. No. 
Salah's a good. I like Salah. I, I do I like, like Salah. Salah. It, it's not his. They need a better offensive coordinator. I don't know who's there right now, but I don't like their offense. Um, I don't even know who the rest of the Giants staff is, but I don't either. Oh, the Giants! The Giants were. Uh, they have Freddie Kitchens as their OC right now, but I don't know who the Jets have. Um, Giants have Freddie Kitchens, which is just hilarious. <laughs> but Zach Wilson, I still don't think he's going to be that good. But let's not act like he's been put in a position to succeed yet. He's showing flashes. Yeah, just the There's same way Trevor Lawrence is, him. the same way Fields are. You know, mm. Lance They're has all showing flashes. None of the rookie quarterbacks who are who are starters right now are in good situations. So. Except for Mac Jones. It's hard, but... it's hard to evaluate them. I don't count Mac Jones. He throws two yard checkdowns and his praise is a good quarterback. So does so. Brady. Well, yeah, every quarterback throws those, but we haven't seen Mac throw a thirty plus yard area thirty right. plus area Brady yard ball. Still, yet. Brady's Brady's still throwing bombs, just not right. as often. He doesn't all the time, but you don't have to throw bombs all the time. It's just Kenya sometimes, maybe. It's also like our checkdowns are going to like Gronk. Right? Like, or, why know, would you not throw Gronk the ball? Godwin, Antonio Brown. It's like they're guys who are great after the catch. So, sure, give them <laughs> the ball. Why <laughs> wouldn't you? You just do what works. I mean, right. it doesn't diva. At the Packers, I'm on deep shots because Rodgers has a good arm and their receivers are all gen generally pretty fast. Yeah. But like, if if like the, if the Packers didn't have that, and Rodgers is throwing checkdowns. You wouldn't be like, oh, Rodgers is nearly quarterback. He's only throwing short balls. Right. That's not. You know, it's more difficult when it's Denver because we've sh we've seen this year, Teddy throws a good deep ball. They just won't let him. They're not giving him the a good deep play ball. calls. Like, I'm not saying he has a cannon of an arm. Like, we all know Drew Locke's arm is better, but Teddy can throw a deep ball, and he's going to be accurate with it, which is, I think, the more important part. Right. Right. But, yeah. Um, let's see, what do we have left? Dan Campbell, the guys I have listed. Uh, Dan Campbell's such an energetic monster, and he's just good for chemistry in the locker room, and I don't think he's all that bad of a coach. No, if you got him, like, we know, I believe Dan Campbell's more of a defensive guy, if I remember right. Right? He, his thing is running the ball. Sure, but... I think he's more offensive-minded from what I know. Is he? Okay. So you get them a coach who can completely handle the defense, if that's what it was. Um, uh -huh. You know, I'm trying to figure out what he did pre-Detroit, because I can't remember. Um, was he even in the NFL pre-Detroit? 11 years like as a coach and 11 as a player. Oh. Most recently served as the tight ends coach for the Saints. Okay, he is more of an offensive guy, but he does I, give me tight ends coach, tight end coach vibes. He just gives me tight end <laughs> vibes, which I'm pretty sure that's what he was was a tight end. Um, mm, yeah, I think he was tight end. But I think it's one of those situations where if he could get himself 
an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator that he trusts and give them the play calling duties and let him handle just being a head coach, being the motivator, mm-hmm. being, um, yep. you know, he doesn't seem Decision to be terrible with clock the... management and that type of stuff. If you take the play calling pressure off of him, because I don't know if he's a great play caller or not, but if you could get somebody who is a great play caller and not have that, that be completely on him, I think it would work great. Mm-hmm. That would work good. Yeah. I I I I I think the Lions are definitely trending up. Oh, a hundred percent. If nothing else, he's a culture guy, coach. and the Lions have never had a culture. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's better I than where you've been. The thing is, like Jared Goff being good was just a product of being coached by McVay. I really don't think that Jared Goff's talented enough to like lead that team to a playoff run or something in the next few years. I I did find it interesting that Dan Campbell called out Jared Goff earlier in the uh-huh. season, like when they were zero seven. Yeah. He was like, uh-huh. yeah, "Jared, you're a Super Bowl winning guy, and, or not a Super Bowl winning guy. You're a guy who's led a team to a Super Bowl. Guy. You gotta." You know, we need more from you. You can't just ride on your talent here. We need you to step up. And it's like, oh, damn. Jared Goff his entire life had been coddled. And this is a different type of coach. This isn't someone who's going to take that. Right. It's like, no, we uh, we need you. That's why we got you. Campbell's the kind of guy who off the field will be... He'll be like a friend to you, and he'll be a nice guy. But like on the field, he'll be, always be a coach first. See, and I think he's just the idea of a great friend. Can be a good friend to you, but he will also call you out mm-hmm. on your shit when it needs to happen. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Which is why I wouldn't give up on Jared Goff yet, because I think Campbell could be a good coach to kind of his mindset in the in a better place for sure. Yep. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, uh, the coaching situation this year could be interesting because I think there's even more stuff that could happen. I think um, depending on situations, I could see uh, the Bengals moving on from what is his name? I don't. Taylor. Zach Taylor. Yeah. Don't see that. I I could. I see. think the Bengals are weird. I think if they win that division, no shot. They fire him. Um, no I, shot. If I'm the Eagles, I vote you move off Sirianni. He's not a good coach. I I was debating putting him on the should be fired, but not be fired, but might not be fired here. I was going to. He just. But I, I just so don't bad really. I feel so bad for Jalen. <sighs> be on a team that I do feel bad for doesn't Hurts. want you, but doesn't want to get rid of you. And Gardner Minshew playing well did not help that. Not at all. <laughs> to be like fair, it was Minshew the Jets, had... but that's not how the Eagles are going to look at it. Right, but a backup quarterback, any backup quarterback, can have a bad game against any backup against any team. Sure. Backup quarterback could most backup quarterbacks could have a bad game against the Jets. Most backup um, quarterbacks aren't Gardner Minshew though. Gardner Minshew was making good throws. Right. Like, Dallas Goddard was in double coverage, and he put it... There was a defender behind him and a defender in front of him, and he put it right in between him, right in the hands. Right. Gardner Minshew played a good game. He Absolutely. was making good throws. 
and that does not help the we hate Jalen Hurts narrative in Philly. Right. But they like, could be like even they could be like if Jalen Hurts messes up, benched. Let's put Gardner and see what happens. Like, <laughs> there are a couple teams that just have backup quarterbacks where it's like they're a little different to have their backup playing well than anywhere else. It's you know Gardner's one of those guys. Uh, Drew Lock. Uh, no, not Drew Lock. Mitchell Trubisky uh, with the Bills could come in against the yeah. Jets and would demolish them still. And the Bills, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton or even Nick Foles Nick. on that team. Or and Justin Dalton, Fields, whichever one you want to say is the backup. I don't care. Um, uh, <laughs> Andy Dalton. And then I think I would probably take Taysom Hill as a backup, and he had a good game. Yeah. Uh, Colt McCoy has been throughout his Colt entire McCoy's career. Do it. Yeah. Come off the bench, and he can be great. Mike Glennon could probably do it. No. <laughs> Fitzpatrick could do it. Oh, 100%. Fitzpatrick. He's a backup it. currently. Uh, tough trying to think of all the backups. Um, and Haskins maybe could? I don't, I don't know about Haskins. Backup for the Steelers. Oh, Case Keenum I absolutely would demolish Case Keenum chance. could. Who's, um, Kirk's, who, who's like the Vikings' third string? Uh, Sean, no. Yeah, Sean Mannion. Oh, that guy. Okay. Um, Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond might be able to beat the Jets. I mean, we have the talent where it wouldn't be hard for a team to beat the Jets. It wouldn't be hard. That's that's why I'm saying I don't think that losing Kirk would still make them lose to the Jets. Right. Um, Okay. So last thing before we wrap up, because I just saw this, like, either this morning or last night. I can't remember. Sure. So, Sunday night, Monday night, whatever day the Packers played the Bears, uh-huh. was Kurt Benkert's first time suiting up yes, sir. for an NFL game. Uh-huh. So, I don't know if you heard this, but in the post-game press conference, LaFleur said that Aaron came up to him before the final kneel downs and told him to put Kurt in because it was a bigger moment and that Kurt deserved it that's fucking awesome that it was Aaron who is the reason Kurt got his first NFL Rogers Rogers takes care of his backups him and Vern Lover have a good relationship and him and Ben Kurt have a good relationship Rogers and his backups are cool and Love also wasn't dressed I don't think I think think Love's dealing with some kind of injury Um, and that's why Kurt was dressed in the first place um the Packers will never dress the quarterbacks. Never. No. Don't do that. I'm not even sure if any team does that, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, I don't know, actually. But the Packers don't do that. So I I knew Kurt was probably going to take the victory. So Rodgers very rarely does it himself. The Saints um, do uh, when they have all three Taysom, guys. T- t- yeah, Taysom, Trevor, and Jameis, yeah. yeah. Um, but Rodgers... Rodgers is not the kind of guy to just be a jerk to his backups. Uh, and the reason he isn't is because Brett Favre was a jerk to him. Right. And he doesn't want the same thing for his backups. Him right. and Tim Boyle, who's on the Lions now, he's just jerk off backup. He was, Boyle was his second string for three, four years. Had a great relationship with him. Him and Taysom Hill have a great relationship. Taysom Hill was a Packer before he was a Saint. Um, yep. And I just, I really, really, uh, Rodgers, Rodgers definitely take care of his guys, for sure. Yeah. Um, I like that about him, so. I just found it interesting that, that 
it was Rogers who said put Kirk in. Kurt in. Yeah, Kurt Van Kurt. As much as I love him, I never see the film again. So he might not, honestly. The regular season game, because honestly, I've only ever seen him play once, and that was in a preseason game, and he was good. But like, he's not a starting cornerback in the NFL. So, right. Um, yeah. Rogers is Rogers can be a cool dude for five seconds of a game sometimes. So. Rogers is just kind of a cool dude sometimes. He's also he just is. a fucking idiot. So he's always he's always like on the field. He's always the most composed player. Oh, he never loses cool. And then off the field, he's just like, yeah, I did a bunch of drugs. And dude, no. he is the weirdest stoner <laughs> hippie dude ever. It, it, all you have to do is watch his uh, interviews with the Pat McAfee show. He's just a dude. weird guy. He's and just I a weird try guy. to watch those because they're. I do. Aaron Rodgers so is so fun to listen to when he's actually breaking down the X's and O's. Dude is so smart. Yeah. Rodgers, Rodgers football IQ is way, way underrated. I was going to say, on he's a level so where most people don't think of, I think, but it's it's, it's wild. That's why he doesn't throw that many picks, is he literally knows every defense before the ball's even snapped. Right. Like, that's exactly what kind of coverage defenses are going to be in. Um yeah, I think I think Rodgers is if if he was if Rodgers was a better person he'd be my favorite quarterback in the NFL but he's not so he's not. Um, vote Kyler, that's my guy. But, uh... Yeah, he's he's I don't know he's a fun listen sometimes but definitely, all right definitely. you have stuff to do coming up soon so I think that's a I do. decent I'm spot good. to wrap it. Appreciate sure. you for coming on again. Of course, anytime. Yeah. Such a good time every time. Every time. Oh. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you. Tyreek Hill's top 15. I'll see you. No, he's not. Oh, you motherfucker. Tyreek Hill's not top 15. But uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you all in the next one.